Welcome back, everyone. My name is A.B. Ridgway, and I'm the owner of A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management and the host for Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. It's hard for people to find financial information that they can understand. Too often, people feel powerless to change their investments when they don't align with God's word. This podcast provides commentary on current financial topics from a biblical perspective so you can fellowship in the spirit and master your finances all in one listen. So if you're ready to fellowship, I am ready to speak. So let me clear my throat. <clears throat> and let's make this happen. Daddy, what are you doing? Um, I'm recording a show. Oh. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is an article review by Yahoo Finance that says that credit card spending is creeping back up. We all know the pandemic has been difficult for a lot of us, even with the few rounds of stimulus checks that some Americans were able to pay down some credit card debt. But it looks like that trend is going back up. Remember, credit card debt is you giving money to pay for something that you already received. You receive the goods without having the money. It reminds me of Wimpy Willington, an old Popeye cartoon character who loved hamburgers. His catchphrase was, I will kindly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Well, at the time of this recording, it's Thursday. So that's a lot of waiting. And the credit card company still hasn't received their payment for the hamburgers he promised last week. And in America, it is estimated that around 42% of those with debt have added to their balances since the beginning of the pandemic. We're also seeing the uptick in auto loans. So this phenomenon is just not discretionary spending. But the sad thing is that during this time, the interest rates to buy houses were historically low and many people use that opportunity to upgrade or refinance their homes. I say this in another podcast, but when you use credit cards, you tend to pay $20 for something that costs 10, meaning that the longer that balance stays on that card, the more you pay for that item that you just seem to have to have like right now, I just can't wait. And you're going to pay a premium for it. You know, you're going to pay a premium for it as well. So one thing that is occurring is that no one is thinking about how much money they actually have. You know, you know, when I was growing up, you know, you have, when you walked around, let's say with a hundred dollars in your pocket, you feel really good about yourself, right? If you spent that hundred dollars on a night out, that was it. You went home, you tucked your tail between your legs and you told your friends, hey, listen, I'm tapped out. I'm going home. I got just enough money to, you know, catch a cab home or, or whatever it may be, right? Or, or pay for gas money. But now with credit cards, you can spend all night long. You, you don't have to go home. And that's what society wants you to do. They want you to stay. They've given you an outlet to stay longer. They've given you the opportunity to party longer, to, to buy more than what you really should be. It's almost like that mob boss, all right, who just continuously gives you money. Like, hey, I'm going to give you a loan. Payday loans. Here, I'm just give you some more money. I'll give you some more money. I'll give you some more money. Don't worry about it. You know, when I was younger... Before all this payday loan stuff, you actually had to ask friends and family. And it was almost uncomfortable, right? Hey, mom, I need an extra 20. You know, I didn't do so well with my 100. Or, hey, hey, friend, you know, I know we're out. You know, do you mind buying my dinner for me? I just came up a little bit short, right? There's some accountability there. And every time you saw that friend, it was uncomfortable. But with credit cards, you don't see the collector. They just charge you. And, and it's almost like an indirect transaction, so there's really no immediate, you know, accountability why you're spending. And that's what really causes the trap, right? It's accountability. And that $100 that you could spend, 
you know, in one night turns into $140, $200, $250 or whatever your credit limit is. Right. So now you're not only spending the money you intend to spend for that night, you're spending future dollars, you know, money that you are going to make in the future. And that's where we get on this this hamster wheel. Right. We are spending tomorrow's dollars today instead of saving today's dollars for tomorrow. You get that. Do you see that switch? I want you all to catch it. I'm going to say that one more time. When you deal with credit cards, you're spending tomorrow's dollars today. But when you save and invest, you are taking today's dollars and investing them into the future for tomorrow. So debt to me is, is almost like a wet blanket. It just weighs on you heavily. And, and it's not good for your mental health at all. Mental health is a big thing nowadays. Um, mental awareness is very important. Some companies even have mental health days. And I applaud that because dealing with your finances can be stressful. It can cause a lot of anxiety. It's a lot of pressure. Right. So, like I said before, it's a lot of accountability. So as far as credit card spending is concerned, I, I think America was just on this very restrictive diet. You know, everyone was afraid to spend the beginning of the pandemic. And also there was nowhere to spend. Right. Places were closed. You know, you couldn't get anything. You know, nobody wants to go shopping. You couldn't try on any clothes. So, you know, people were afraid to spend. They were kind of pinching those pennies, right? They were tightening those belts, those dinners they had to have or those outings they had to go out every week. For some reason, it magically disappeared, right? They didn't have to do that anymore because there was a, a greater threat. Something I always tell my clients as far as change is concerned, and I'll leave you um, with this too, that no one will change until the pain of not changing is greater than the change itself. So let me break this down. Nobody wants to just change if they feel that the change is going to hurt. So nobody wants to save money if they feel that they're not going to be able to get the immediate gratification today. You follow me? So how will they change? If the pain of staying the same, meaning not saving, gets so great that they'll rather change than stay the same. That's the only way they're going to change. If their situation gets so tough, right? And with the pandemic, we realize that. The, the, the pain of staying the same and going out, the pain of going out, it was greater than staying at home and not spending. And that's what Americans did, right? So now the fear is going away and, and businesses are opening their doors. And I think America is ready to get off of this diet, Right. And start binge spending. Yeah. Right. You've heard people say that. I deserve to buy this. I haven't spent in two months. I deserve this. It's a sense of entitlement because the acquisition of possessions satisfies the ego. But just like a diet, any progress that someone made, maybe early in the pandemic, is usually going to go into the reverse because nobody was learning how to spend less. Right. That wasn't. You know, nobody was researching saving habits, right, or spending habits. All they did was restrict. Nobody taught them how to manage their debt. All they did was involuntarily restrict their spending as if somebody just wiped out their whole cabinet full of food, right? But there's hope. And I don't want you to think this is just a verbal whooping for, for Americans with credit card debt. It's not. And I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. I don't want you to think, oh, that's so me. Oh, no, you know. Oh, man, I, sh I should do better. Yes, you should do better, but that doesn't mean you're doing bad, 
right? And there are some banks out there. We talk about solutions here. There are some banks out there that have a 0% car balance transfer, which may give you a few more months, right? Or maybe even a year or more to pay down that debt without any interest charges. But be careful. Those interest rates at the end of that period can be pretty high. And you may find yourself digging even deeper into debt. So that, that's why I try not to give specific information here on this podcast. Because every situation is different. And I don't want you to just... Boom, run out and go get you a credit card, transfer it, and think everything's going to be okay and this is the fast solution. You need to take a look at your own finances. You need to speak with a financial advisor. You need to invest in yourself to actually start learning how to save. And also, I, I suggest you plan out your debt. What does that mean? Think thinking about it as, as one big chunk, right? This $20,000 debt, this $40,000 debt, how much it is, right? As one big chunk that's never going to go away is hard. So, so try to be realistic and, and set a goal. So, so what I tell my clients is find your endpoint and work toward it. If you know it's going to take two years with no additions to that balance to pay it off, right? So you lower your spending to your lifestyle, which you can you can preserve. Then you lace up your boots and you take that two years like a champ. It is a two-year lesson that may save you 10 or 20 years in the future of bad credit card debt. Let's get this wet blanket off of us. Also, this is a great opportunity to check out your need-to-haves and nice-to-have list. And, and some things you need to have, and some things are nice-to-have. Now, remember, this is your list. Just because someone thinks it's nice-to-have doesn't mean it isn't your need-to-have. Now, if you need coffee in the morning and you need your coffee money, you spend that money. But if going out to eat on Thursdays to Roof Chris. When you have food at home is a nice to have, you may want to scale that back just a little bit. Maybe start there. And we should also just keep an eye out and make sure you share with your friends ways to save money and manage debt. I think about I mean, we share everything else, right, from gossip to sports highlights, but we won't share money saving tips. We'll share everything from the hot stocks and, you know, where to put your money and spend your money. But we will not share ways for people to manage Right. To develop their own process. Society loves telling you what to do, but nobody wants to show you how to do it. Nobody wants to spend the time to say, listen, take these variables. Right. Take these nuggets of information and compile it to fit your own life. Right. But guess what? Maybe. Just maybe. You'll be the first to change that. So even though credit card debt has been declined for about four quarters now, and we're seeing an uptick. Hopefully, this podcast helped the society as a whole bring that trend back to where it was supposed to be on the decline. So I hope that you've been blessed. This has been another episode of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. I've hoped you learned something about being content in your lifestyle, growing your assets to your satisfaction, and not allowing other people to shame you into pursuing money instead of pursuing life. And that this is all God's will that shall be done. So allow him to work in your financial life as he sees fit during the ups and the downs. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. The subscription form should be at the bottom of the website page. This is where we'll be sending out episode updates, weekly devotionals, and other surprises for you directly to your email. Be sure to click what you want 
scroll over what you don't, and always remember to open it up because you never know what God may be blessing you with inside. And if you're looking for a financial advisor and don't know where to start, make sure you visit us on our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and download our spiritual guide to making biblical decisions. It is a free resource that provides you some ideas to consider when making major life choices such as how to manage my debt. And if you want to give us a chance, you can also schedule a consultation directly through the website. You'll speak with an advisor, we'll fellowship, and if you give us the green light, we'll customize a financial plan for you. And you will be well on your way to living the faith-based life you deserve. Until next time, I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Daddy, are you done yet? Almost. Why? Can I come inside?